This is 4H4U2, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting 4-H programs and positive youth development. Here now your host, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. All right, and welcome to another podcast of 4H4U2. I'm your host, John Long. And I'm Kobe Rutherford. And we are broadcasting live from Mississippi State University in the wonderful podcast room in Bost Extension uh, Center here. So yes, sir. excited to be here and even more excited about the guest that we have on today. And that is Mary Audrey Long. She is joining us in the studio. Uh, Mary Audrey, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. What have you been up to? Um, enjoying the la- the first full day of summer. So. That's, good. That's good. Oh, I remember those days. Summer was uh, always something to look forward to. And it seemed like, you know, as a kid, I don't know, Kobe, do you feel like that summers are just much shorter now than they were when we were kids? It does. It seems way shorter. And, you know, I always looked forward to spring break and summer. And there for a while, I always tried to take spring break. But it seems like the older I've gotten, the less that's happened. Yeah, that's true. That is true. You can't. But I've had folks ask, I said, well, y'all, are y'all all for spring break? I said, no, we're working. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got things to do. We've got a lot of stuff to get ready for. And one of them being one that's coming up next week, which is Congress. That's right. It'll be here. 600 4-H'ers uh, across the state will be here on Mississippi State's campus. Mm. That's that's a lot. That is a lot. But it is a lot of fun, too. So No doubt. Yeah. We get to see a lot of different contests and, and workshops and get to see some really good talent, too. So, so Mary Audrey, you're probably too young to come to Congress, but um, I know you're probably looking forward to that one day. I really am. I've heard so much about it, and I've just been looking forward to it. So good. How long have you been in 4-H, Mary Audrey? Um, I think, what's the age limit for it? It's eight. Eight. So the club, I did club, and that was when I was about five. Yeah, that's right, when you did clover buds. Clover buds. Yeah. And then I did archery, the shooting sports. It kind of hooks on to 4-H, too. Mm-hmm. And I've done that since I was old enough to, and I love it, and it is the best thing. That's awesome. We that's, just had district, too, so. That's good. That's good. How did you do it, district? I actually got first place. It said in the bracket I got second, but on my certificate. Actually, first. that was last year's certificate. I'm sorry to disappoint you. De- dead are, air. Are you <laughs> Oh, man, we are really winging this today, but the reason we're winging it is because we don't have our sound en- or our engineer, our chief engineer, Art Shirley, with us, so we are going to get through this. So, yeah, dead <laughs> air or not, we're going to do it. But anyway, you were saying, now let me ask you this, um, why, why did you choose archery as far as being in the safety program? Why did you choose archery? And don't say it because I made you do it. <laughs> Well, I chose archery because I had been doing archery since I was, I don't know what, four. Yeah, probably. Four, maybe three, three-fourths. I don't know. Yeah, I got you a really little bow when you were little. I mean, little, little. So, yeah, probably four. Yeah, Yeah. but I have shot it since the day I could pick up a bow, and I have loved it ever since. So that's why I chose it. So happy when I found out that I could do it. Yeah. 
Now, I don't really know a whole lot about safety programs, shooting sports programs. I, I didn't grow up a hunter, didn't participate in it 4-H. But I, I know a few things about a bow. And, and what is it when you pull back on, on the string, if there's not an arrow on it, you, you shouldn't do that, right? If there's not arrow loaded on the bow? You should really not do that. Mm-hmm. It'll break the bow, basically. I did that once. I forgot about the arrow not being in my bow. And so um, it just broke. What was it, Daddy? Was it my peeps? Did my peeps like come off? Yeah, there was a lot of stuff came off. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really bad thing. So. It's called dry fire. And and see, that amazes yeah. me because, you know, I learned that in physics class. Oh, really? And, mm. In college, actually. So it's like Mary Alder's already got to jump on some physics and different mechanisms of bow and arrows before she even gets to that upper level science. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. You can learn a lot in 4-H, especially shooting sports. A lot of yeah. science. Yeah, it is. It takes a lot of that. And the other thing we learned was, like, how you have to, if you're shooting far away, have to adjust for, like, the wind, and you may have to aim a little bit higher than you wanted to because it may drop. Uh, Do you use all that kind of in your strategy when you're competing? Um, I actually, before competition, we're not allowed to move anything during competition unless we're senior at state. Um, But we can only adjust it before competition we can't do it while we're shooting so i always shoot before my competition to find out where i'm needing to aim and all that and where my sight needs to be and then that's just how i kind of get ready for competition since we can't move it that's cool when i'm a i'm a senior at state or district isn't district you can do that daddy it's it's state where you're what you're talking about Yeah, yeah it's state you can only move it while you're com- competing, and mm-hmm. so right, right. So when you you have an archery practice, I do. How does how does that work exactly? How what do you do d- during that practice? So basically, what you do is we have the whole team from our county, Octavia Hall County, and we have a coach named Johnny Thompson. I think a lot of people know him from mm-hmm. horse riding and all that, mm-hmm. and um. So what we have to do is we make, on at the beginning of the year, we make a line and we lay out targets. Mm-hmm. And then all the people from Octobal County, they come and we will, like, uh, all shoot. Well, we go in rounds like you would at district mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or state or whatever. Right. And the juniors, they'll shoot inside since we had to switch facilities. Mm-hmm. And um, the sh- the seniors will shoot outside. Okay. And so we'll all, like, if you, if there aren't enough kids to go on the line, then we'll have, like, sections that you do at district or state, which will have one round of kids and then another round, so, like, morning one, two, three. That kind of prepares you for going to a district event, really. It really does because you can fit in people at certain times. Mm-hmm. If people aren't there, so that's a good thing that we use in practice. Hmm, That's pretty interesting. So what about with the the firearms? What do you uh, participate in that side of the safety program as well? Um, Well, we actually have to get them checked at district and stuff like that and state too, so. So do you shoot like a a pistol or a twenty two rifle or any Uh, of that stuff? I I do not, but I really kind of want to shoot twenty two rifle next year. 
Okay, good deal. So, yeah, because you'd be old enough to do it <laughs> at that point. Yeah. So what do you feel like, because uh, like, like you mentioned, you've been in uh, different parts of 4-H. On the club level, you like I said, pretty much mm-hmm. have grown up in 4-H. What do you think is one of the main things that you have learned while you've been in 4-H? I think it's being more responsible and being more careful because when I was before I went to the club and before I went to doing archery and shooting sports, mm-hmm. I was not as responsible. I should have been with firearms. Mm-hmm. Like I had a BB gun when I was little. I was not as responsible. I should have been with that. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a story behind that. <laughs> We're not telling anything. No. But go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I interrupted <laughs> you. <laughs> And I was not as responsible as I should have been. And I'm more careful with how I shoot and what is around me while I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. And that has just changed me a lot. And it's actually helped me be more comfortable shooting stuff. Right. Because since my dad's one of the people who have to go to national and stuff like that when I was a baby, I basically grew up around guns and stuff like that mm-hmm. since I hunt too. Right. And that's just helped me want to shoot more. Right. I actually shot my first clay in December, and I yeah. busted it, and I was, like, crying. Yeah, that so was much. cool. That was pretty awesome right there. Yeah. I, I, when she shot, I, she, I turned around, and she was crying. I thought she was crying because of the gun, you know. Because it kicked her. Right, but it yeah. wasn't. I, I said to her, you know, I said, are you okay? She's like, yes. And I said, what's wrong? She said, I'm just happy. I'm just so happy. And so, but anyway, that was that was pretty cool, too. Yeah, and I had eight. And three waffles that morning. The guy we were hunting with, we were actually duck hunting. He was like, "I guess it was because of those waffles." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, the, it's the waffles that'll get you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't know if that's good advice to eat waffles before you get on line, but hey, it may work for some people. Uh, I, I don't guess. Know. Yeah, I don't know either. That's funny. Yeah. So you you mentioned safety, and I think safety first and foremost, and we preach that. Uh, every yes. all the time don't we and even around guns what is one of the main things i tell you to do when when you're handling a firearm what's the first thing you do once you have it in your hands check it because you have no clue you might have forgotten if you have a um what do you call it a a bullet or a shell or something like that what do you call it one of them things you know how you stick it in your rifle a magazine yeah a magazine. might have a magazine and left the shell in there or something and that safety might be off. Yeah. I mean, and you could be, like, aiming it, and then you know how you can kind of click it? Yeah, well, which we don't want to do that for sure. No. no, and it might, the gun might go off. So you just always want to be safe and make sure that that gun is not loaded so something bad could happen. Exactly. it always can. I mean, there's a 99.9% of it happening, mm-hmm. 50-50, whatever. Yeah. You don't know unless you check it. Exactly. And all guns are to be treated as if... They're a person. They're loaded. (laughs) But you do. You treat them. Yeah, right. (laughs) I guess some people are loaded. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's one thing that my grandpa taught me. So he was a hunter, and he told me to never, ever point a gun at anything unless you intended to shoot Shoot it. it. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Same for a target. I mean, you know, you don't want to ever point a... A barrel at anything that you're not, you know, you want to keep it in a safe direction. And another thing is, too, is uh, 
that that goes for archery as well. You oh, know? It really does. Mm-hmm. You just for need sure. to be careful because that end on that arrow could kill somebody right when it hits them. Yeah. And so you always need to make sure what is around you and what could be coming through the area that you're yeah, shooting. Target, at. that's right. And, I, and I always be careful to be aware of you're who's certain. behind you yeah. too. You know, you want to mm-hmm. make sure you don't want to jab yeah. somebody. And you don't want animals outside yes, while you are that's right shooting. that's exactly right so i think that goes to the fact of that we we preach safety 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 and i think that goes uh very well for our the safety record that we do have in shooting sports um yeah. we i think that one of the things that emphasis goes just is always at the forefront and it always should be at the forefront but what do you feel like uh, you as a person how do you think you as a person what do you think one particular thing in 4-H safety that has taught you responsibility or good sportsmanship can you n- think of any moment in in 4-H safety that really was memorable and was kind of a learning experience for you um last year um so basically last year I was not shooting my best at all mm-hmm and so it was a learning experience to listen what other people had to tell me about getting better. Right. And that was a really learning experience because at the beginning of this year I was not shooting my best, but as I as it went on I kept getting better because I would listen to people's advice for me. And that was a really good learning experience mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then the the first year I shot the first ever sh- shot I shot on the practice line was in the bullseye and that was like a really fun moment for me that's good that's really good what about friendships because i know that you know you've you uh we have friends at school and then we have friends you know in the and sometimes those and in, in shooting or in safe for eight safety and sometimes those actually overlap but do you feel like you've made new friendships with people in 4-H, and, and how has that been for you as far as, as that experience? Oh, yes, I've made so many more friends, and I love it because they can help me get better, and I can help and give them good advice, and they can help me and give me good advice. And I love making all these new friends because they're so nice, and, I mean, I just loved it. That's you cool. probably have a chance to meet people from outside of your club and your county too, don't you? I do, actually. I stood on the line this year at District with this girl, and she was actually from, what's Columbus County? Lowndes County. Lowndes County. She's mm-hmm. from Lowndes County. Shout out to Lowndes County for yep. it. Um, and she was really nice, and we talked every time we got off the line, and it was just it was fun. And I love seeing about people I don't know and – because I always don't want to get by people I know, even though sometimes I do. Right. Because then they'll, like, keep talking to me while I'm shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to um that other dude. <laughs> to Trey Bullock. That's who you're talking about. It was on the line. I'm talking about that dude who would not shut his Oh, <laughs> no, that, no, we're not talking about that. That no. talked a lot. Yeah, yeah, you can't be That would be distracted, I think. Mm-hmm. He's shooting beside Chatty Cathy, and you pull back your bow, and then she gets loud or something, then, you know, you may shoot up in a tree. That's exactly <laughs> You don't want to do that. Yeah, sure. but it's good to not get by people who you don't know, so it'll keep you from 
talking them, but you also need to learn how to keep how to keep that stuff out of your head. Right. Which right. I did not have good handle over. Yeah, because that's <laughs> probably practice. part part Me of the strategy. Either. If somebody was if you're beside somebody that was really really good, and you're like, well, I'm going to try to get them off their game. That's not very good sportsmanship. Right. No, it's not. But um, it's kind of probably a fine line between being friendly and aggravating. That's right. That's right. And I'm pretty competitive, so it's hard to. What I've I've told her before that when you get on the line, it's only you and the target, and you are the only thing that's in control of that. That moment, and once that arrow is gone, you can't take it back. So you have to focus on the next, next, uh, next arrow. Yeah, I've always kind of learned from that, and it's been good. So. That's good. That's good. So, what do you feel like? You said you're going. To think you may try 22 next year. That'll be good. Yes. So I basically from Santa Claus, I got a 22 rifle, mm-hmm. and I've been shooting it. Forever. Yeah, yeah, you've been burned going through my bullets pretty quick too. So. Well, at least I'm shooting. Well, I'd said that that I would buy all the bullets you needed. So yeah. That's oh, wow. Yeah. And I've loved it. It's been one of those little cricket ones, mm-hmm. and it's camo, which I love, and it has a oh yeah, it has a sight on. It's a little scope on it too. So yeah, it and fits then, you. What do you think is one of the things that if you had uh, a young person that would be interested in the 4-H safety program, what would you suggest? that they do how do you how do you think they should get into it um well it would have to depend on what they would want to do i guess because i mean i might don't want to make the decision for them because they might have an interest and stuff but it would probably be archery shotgun or 22 rifle yeah and probably a little bit biased on archery i would guess because that's what you're doing right now yeah that's good that's good that's good. Well, Mary Audrey, we thank you so much to take uh, just a few moments out of your busy schedule. Oh, so busy. Yeah, so, so, so busy. So, so busy. It's going to be the first day of summer. First day of summer. That's right. So busy. For you. So thank you for coming in and uh, sitting down with us. We appreciate it. You're welcome. I oh, really liked it. Yeah. Good deal. You did a good job. Yeah. Thank popsicles you. on me. Yay! <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, this has been 4-H for you, too. And if for more information on 4-H in your area, go to extension.msstate.edu. And please go to uh, our podcast and subscribe. And, Kobe, you got anything else before we go? I don't. hope everybody has a good rest of the week. And I uh, right. hope we see you at Congress. All right. Yeah. We'll see you then. We're going to keep it green from here on out. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us for 4H4U2. For more information, please visit extension.msstate.edu and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. 4H4U2 is produced by the Mississippi State University Extension Service, Office of Agricultural Communications.